Jordan Peterson has been sentenced to a re-education camp. He, he lost his appeal, and so Jordan will lose his professional license if he does not go to a re-education camp. And all I can think is, that poor re-education camp. Can you imagine those poor instructors, the poor bureaucrats? It's so sad. I feel so badly for them. That guy is not going to go quietly into that, into that night. No, no. I hope he films it. It'd be great. And you said erosion of freedom. It's like, no, we should make it more stark than that. Canadians do not understand this. Their freedoms are already gone. What we have is the, we have the remnants of freedoms. We have the echoes and ghosts of freedoms. We have the apparatus of freedom. The freedoms are already gone. And now the consequences of that are going to unfold. Now you can already see that happening in Canada's economic decline, but it's certainly not going to stop there. I mean, so if that's what, if that's what people want, if that's by their silence, if that's what they're requesting by their silence, if they're requesting their own slavery by their silence, which is the silence of slaves, by the way, then they'll attract tyranny in precise proportion to that. Some and, you know, this say... is, it's very hard for Canadians because we are accustomed to assuming that our fundamental institutions are sound. And they were for a long time. You could trust that the political parties essentially stood for what they said they stood for. You didn't have a situation where the liberals were way left of the NDP, which is certainly the case in Canada now, for example. Like, pe people were playing an ideological game, but to the degree that it was possible, they were playing that straight. You could basically, when I grew up, you could basically trust the CBC. You know, cer certainly, some of the journalists at the CBC, the universities were doing a credible job. Even the school systems, which, you know, I hated going to school when I was a kid. I thought that the system was dreadfully incompetent, but now it's it's staggeringly incompetent, plus it's ideologically addled to a degree that is truly diagnosably, diagnosable clinically. And so this, is, this isn't going to happen in 10 years. This is now. And people are 10 years behind the curve fundamentally, or maybe even 15. And so, it, and I can understand why that is too. It's very hard now to inform yourself properly as to how the world is unfolding because things are changing at a rate that's just beyond belief and most people don't know where to get credible information so you know i watched the universities hey so what happened in the universities well first of all the administration took over the universities and that took about 30 years and then and the professors stepped back every time they were asked to until there was really nothing left of them. And then the woke mob took over the administration. And that took about five years when they really got going. And now the woke mob is gonna take over the sciences too. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's already more or less a fait accompli. And the Americans are starting to wake up for this, to this to some degree. You know, you saw the presidents of UPenn, MIT and Harvard reveal their abysmally malevolent ignorance and presumption in D.C., not even noticing they were doing it. The consequence of that was the demise of two of them, but Jesus, all that did was brush a little rust, rust off the surface. There's a, lot, there's a lot more to go. I don't have a horse in this race in some ways. 
I can, I have the luxury now of being able to do pretty much whatever the hell I want, as long as I'm somewhat careful. I don't have to have this war, but at the moment, I'm still choosing to do it because I think that, look, man, if this board can take me out, and they probably will, it, what makes anyone else think that they're not on the line? You could justify that by saying, well, you know, if you weren't so mouthy and reprehensible, nothing would have happened to you. The old tyr tyrannical line, mm -hmm. you know, was if, there, if you didn't do anything wrong, you have nothing to worry about, which is what every tyrant always says. It's like, you better search your souls, boys and girls, and see if you have anything to worry about, because I don't know if anyone who's pure enough in heart to escape the, the, the tyrannical and penny-pinching micromanagers if they get there, if they get you in their sights. Why should your right to freedom of speech trump a trans person's right not to be offended? Because in order to be able to think, you have to risk being offensive. I mean, look at the conversation we're having right now. You're certainly willing to risk offending me in the pursuit of truth. Why should you have the right to do that? It's been rather uncomfortable. Except you haven't sat there and... I'm just trying, I'm just trying to work that out. I mean... Ha, gotcha. You have got me. Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. So, just heads up, no promises, but for the time being, my schedule has shortened up a little bit. I'm basically back on my old schedule, pre-Bud Light boycott, all that. And it's not so much because uh, sales have slopped. No, not, not at all. Actually, things keep increasing. And with the possible uh, Anheuser-Busch uh, March 1st walkout, uh, we're probably going to be slammed again, so this could be a short-lived vacay. This is a little bit of housekeeping in the beginning. But with me having a... Uh, sh uh, my day effectively has had, say, about four hours of a shift has been trimmed off, so I can, I'll can, i have extra energy, put that into the podcast, hopefully get more stuff out. I also want to start archiving more things, not just, uh, you know, like old YouTube channel stuff that's been deleted, like the cooking and culinary... You know what? Scratch all this. I will save this for its own thing. I, I want to bring back the Let's Chat series. And I might save this kind of housekeeping for that. But TLDR. Reduce work hours. Means I can come back and put more time into the podcast. At least for the time being. And man, I got Miller, Bud Light. I'm looking forward to covering that shit again. Because there's updates in that realm. And you know, the, the shit I see behind the scenes versus what's in the papers. It's like, ooh, well, you know, if, I don't know. I'll save all that for a let's chat. But let's get into this. You won this round. Jordan Peterson comments on Ontario court's decision to allow re-education camp. There's nothing you can do to take me from that I'm unwilling to... There's nothing you can take from me that I'm unwilling to lose. I will grip onto it. I, I will clamp on like a great lobster. And I will hold on for dear life. My, my uh, Jordan Pearson's really slipping today, ain't it? By Chris Bertman over here at SCNR. Published January 18th, 2024. But no, this is terrifying. So Ben Shapiro... <coughs> not Ben Shapiro, sorry. Daily Wire slip up there. But... Jordan Peterson is essentially having his, uh, they're saying, we will take 
your degree. You, we, we will take your what's, uh, what's this, the specific term I'm looking for. It's going to be in the article. They're going to effectively pull his license unless he goes to this re-education facility where he will be completely withdrawn from society. No devices, no phones, no nothing. Like he'll be completely institutionalized effectively behind the scenes of some sketchy Canadian re-education facility. Now, it's not exact... Ah, here's the thing about re-education, re-education facilities, especially ones that don't want you to have any kinds of connection to the outside world. I wouldn't go. Now, I, I think Jordan Peterson, if he does go, he should really spend a lot of time coordinating with uh, James O'Keefe, with uh, O'Keefe Media Group, or OMG Media. They should spend some time coordinating and see if they can work out some sort of, like, recording, hidden camera type shit. But let's get into it, flush out the ideas a little bit more as we go. Clinical psychologist Dr. Jordan Peterson commented on an Ontario court's dismissal of his appeals to challenge the College of Psychologists of Ontario's mandate that the clinical psychologists undergo social media training. <clears throat> me, 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 me. Lobster. Fat bitches are not hot. I don't care what you say to me. I will not call them beautiful. It's Ellen Page. That's a woman. She used to be hot. And then they chopped her tits off. It's tragic. I will fight you with a great lobster's power. But no, for real. He 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 uh he tells the he spits out facts about trans people and fat bitches, and then all of a sudden my man's in trouble. Now here's the thing, when it comes to the fat bitches, look. Maybe it's because I grew up around a lot of black people, but there is one thing I can tell you for sure. If there's one thing a skinny bitch can do for me, it's absolutely not a goddamn thing. That is a fact. A skinny woman cannot do a damn thing for me. But, look, hey, the man has the right to go on there and fat shame bitches. And quite frankly, when you shove obesity down people's throat and you say, fat is healthy. Any size is healthy. No. I don't even care if you're into big, thick bitches. And there's a difference between fat and thick ladies. I don't care what you tell yourself to look in the mirror with your cottage cheese-ass thighs. You are not thick. You are fat or obese. There's a fine line. Men, I think we need to reemphasize this with women. There's a difference between fat and thick. And there's a difference between thick and thick. The varying degrees of C's drives home the various degrees of goodness. But, you know, you know, we'll pull all that in, guys. And, you know, to the age of question, you know, what kind of guy are you? I'm more of a thighs guy. You know, secret, secret third option here. Uh, and as for you Tarantino-type people out there, do not leave what type of guy you are in the comments. I do not want to know. Let's get into it. I like a little turn of the audience being like, what the fuck are they talking about? Don't worry about it. Last January, Peterson was ordered to participate in a mandatory, quote, specified continuing education or remedial program. Damn, Jordan. You got, you fat shamed the bitches all the way into a little bit of trouble here with HR. It's a shame. But no, here's the thing. He doesn't need this fucking, he, he, he doesn't need, need, need his license. 
They can pull that shit from him. He does. I don't think he works with customers. I don't think he has clients anymore. I could be wrong. And even then, the people he sees as clients, he can now maybe do some sort of like, oh, well, no, it's just uh, having coffee with my friends. You know what I mean? The same line of like, uh, she's not a prostitute. Don't you see the fucking camera? She's an actress. And you're interrupting her time. Same kind of like logic, you know, like, I'm not practicing psychology without a license. I'm just having tea and crumpets and lobsters with a friend of mine. Quite delightful. Well, with him, it would just be vegetables. It would just be meat, right? I'm having steak on steak with steak with a dear friend of mine. We talk about our woes. You know, that's kind of all that needs to go on with Jordan Peterson. He, he doesn't need to practice it. He doesn't need it. Uh, but the thing is, I respect him refusing to surrender. It's a principal thing. He goes, I don't want to give up my degree. I don't want to give up my license that not only did I put in time, energy, and money into. And if you look into him, he was a bit of a rap scallion when he was a kid. Uh, I'll leave his story for him to tell, but he essentially was a bit of a rap scallion when he was growing up, a bit of a troublemaker into a lot of debauchery and whatnot. Uh, and then he turned his life around, became the man he is today, uh, quite frankly, the Jordan Peterson now versus the Jordan Peterson who was like 22, 23, to like 28. Entirely different people. Not just because of like age and wisdom, but lifestyle differences. Again, look into him yourself if you really want to. I have other things to do where I've harped on about Jordan Peterson, and it usually all boils into me bitching about things that don't like about individuals at the Daily Wire. I don't feel like getting into it. But he's not going to go down with a fight. Like, this man refused to have his Twitter reactivated because he, he, he's like, I'm not going to take down this post. I'm right about this post. And essentially what it was is he called, uh, he said Elliot Page or Ellen Page is a woman. Here's the thing. Facts. Ellen Page didn't even legally change her name to Elliot. It was just like, uh, I've socially changed my name. No, I'm not indulging your your psychopathy anymore. I fucking refuse. Ellen Page used to be kind of cute, right? And now she looks like a weird dehydra- like dehydrated, freeze-dried, beef-jerkied Mike Myers is unfortunate. It's tragic, as I say. Last January, Peterson was ordered to participate in mandatory specified ongoing training by the College of Psychologists Ontario regarding the clinical psychologist's social media post. Peterson's social media posts in question include retweeting leader of the Conservative Party in Canada, Pierre Polnareff, based, based man, by the way. I like, I, I, I like what I've seen of him. I don't pay super close attention to Canadian politics like I used to, post, you know, lockdown pandemic things. Sort of slipped away from me a little bit as I focus more on American stuff. And as, a pol- as like the election season here kicks off, you know, my focus has really been honing in on that. But what I've seen with Pierre, it, it, I hope I'm saying that right. But I might not. Pierre Polnareff. I've seen a lot of clips of him. I've seen him, what, before the, your version of Congress, just laying out his arguments. I like what I see. Seems like a real populist type. I like any type of... Po- I like pretty much any form of populism I see, left or right. Now, if you're on the left side of populism, we will debate and clash heads. If you're on the right, we'll clash heads on things we disagree with on as well. But uh, populism's good. Usually any type of populist uprising, populist movement, populist leader around the world will have my support behind them.
Populism is a phenomenal idea, and I love it. Let's continue on. Uh, criticizing Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, Justin Castro, if you want to call him that. I completely see what you say. Like that, He does look like Castro. There's an uncanny resemblance there. Moving on. And his vocal opposition to liberal politics. Quote, <clears throat> A higher court in Canada has ruled the Ontario College of Psychologists indeed has the right to sentence me to a re-education camp. Pearson wrote in an ex-post, There are no longer legal avenues open to me now. (coughs) It's capitulate to the petty bureaucrats and the idle past woke mob or lose my professional license, he added. Right here. Let's just go right to the tweet because it looks like it might be a whole ass little paragraph here we're definitely gonna yep a high court in canada has ruled that an ontario college of psychologists indeed has the right to sentence me to a re-education camp there are no longer other legal avenues open to me now it's (coughs) man it's capitulate to petty bureaucrats and adult-pated woke mob or lose my professional license. Congratulations to uh, at CPO Ontario or CP Ontario. You won this round. Mark my words. However, the war has barely started. There is nothing you could take from me that I'm unwilling to lose. So watch out. Seriously, you've been bloody warned. Love, Lobster King, Jordan motherfucking Peterson. <coughs> oh, man, that does a number. It You're, you're constantly walking the tightrope between falling into Kermit the Frog and Ray Romano. But yeah, no, absolutely, it is insane. And, and here's the thing about Mark and Jerry Pearson's word: Ethan Klein didn't. Hello, what happened to Ethan Klein? I'm just saying that the, the, there's history here. Mark his words. We already read all that. Peterson initially revealed the Ontario College of Psychologists' mandatory social media retraining order in a January 2023 thread to X. I'm not even reading the last bit of that sentence. If <laughs> It told you, post it on X. You can assume what the next sentence was. I'm boycotting telling you what X used to be. <clears throat> the Ontario College, and this is from, uh, this is the previous one from January 3rd, 2023. The Ontario College of Psychologists at CP Ontario has demanded that I submit myself to mandatory social media communication retraining with their experts for, among other crimes, retweeting Pierre Polnareff and criticizing Justin Trudeau his, and his political allies. I really lost it at the end, but you get the idea. Quote, uh, I have, uh, I'm just going to read normally here. I can't do that voice for a second. I need a break on it. Quote, I have been accused of harming people. 
Although none of the complaints involved in the current action were clients of mine, past or present, or were even. Oh, so sorry. Or even were acquainted with any of my clients, Peter Peterson said of the order, which threatened to revoke his license. Quote, about a dozen people from all over the world submitted complaints about my public statements on Twitter and a rogue and uh, Twitter and Rogan over four ye- over a four year period out of the 15 million who follow me on social media claiming that I had, quote, harmed people and not them with my views. Yeah, that, that's the thing. This is an offense crime, bud. You hurt their insignificant, precious little fucking fifis. And no, I get it. Look, this is the same mentality of people. This is the same type of shit. Same mentality behind people who swat people, calling fake bomb threats, hostage threats, fake suicide threats, uh, dogs, have people in homes, fucking you know, pizza deliveries and whatnot, rush to their homes. Which is a weird tactic. Some people apparently don't know that. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's not swatting, but it's in the same vein. People order a bunch of pizzas and have them sent to a to a, a random address. You know, uh, don't exactly know what the end goal there is. Other than that, the person be like, I know order a pizza. Oh, we're gonna have the pizza. Nah, that sorry, no, I didn't order it. It's just a weird thing. People do it. It's been a thing. It's really gone down in popularity. People like the bomb threats over the whole pizza thing these days, unfortunately. Ah. But continuing on. But, you know, you have said thing, or you oppose institutions that I support. You stand opposed to a worldview that I subscribe to therefore i must stop you my arguments are not strong enough to stop you on their own so i must abuse the very institutions that i scream as loudly as possible need to be shut down and defunded to weaponize them against my opponents because i cannot beat them in an intellectual backdrop it's essentially the logic of the people who are, are demanding Jordan Pearson's license be pulled because of his social media posts. And again, a lot of it is him saying, telling like Victoria's Secret, like fat bitches are not attractive. I don't want to see fat bitches. Quit trying to tell me that fat bitches are hot. I don't like it. Which, hey, look, different strokes for different folks, literally. But I get it. When And, and here's the thing. I don't give a fuck. I'm Lutheran. If you wanted, if all of a sudden all the institutions across this country with an iron fist were shoving Lutheranism down your throats the same way that they shoved pride, uh, uh, healthy at any size, and me too, and all that shit down, down our throats over the last couple of years, I would be here heavily criticizing it, asking what the fuck is the intentions behind this, and no good can come of this kind of push. You know, it, it's a it's a sign of capture, and, and you just kind of gotta be like, "What the fuck is happening? Do you see what you're doing? Do you, do you fucking do you, do you realize the problem here?" And unfortunately, a lot of these institutions that are captured do not see what the problem is because, again, they're ran by the very same people that are ideologically captured. 
they're not being driven by morals. They're not being driven by uh, critical thought. They're being driven by ideas, things planted in their head by other people. And sometimes planted in their head by people who are just expressing a thought or an idea with no intent of actually taking action. But they've planted the seeds into somebody's head who did take actions without any full understanding or comprehension of what's going on. That's a lot of like what happened with a lot of them. Correct me in the comments if I'm wrong. A lot of the people who were inspired by you know uh, Karl Marx's writings, they were inspired by his ideas when you know his Frankfurt School and all that being set up. I get that. But ultimately, that's kind of all it was. But the people who took in the idea without thinking much about it ran with it and destroyed an entire chunk of Europe and continued to proliferate one of the most damaging ideas in the world. But here's the thing. It's not like communism itself. I'm not even going to go down that tangent. It's effectively a repackaging of a collection of different ideas from various other pre-existing political factions. Communism itself, just like everything else communism does. You know, like communism and communists take over shit. They're like, oh, well, we will adapt this to our own thing, code it with our messaging, and then re-release it now as propaganda for our cause. Yeah, the same lack of creativity is at the core of the political ideology itself when it comes to its roots and its cores. A lot of, like, you know, pre-existing French political theory goes into communism. It's None, none of it's particularly original. It was just... Marx wrote, wrote a book, essentially, and he got credit for putting different ideas together. The, you know... The King James translation of the Bible type shit. An amalgamation of things. Just kind of sort of a self-insert, if you will. Uh, talking shit about the King James Bible. That's how you alienate a lot of people suddenly. Uh, King James wanted to insert himself in the Bible. Thus it was. Continuing on. Quote, if I comply with terms of my education and punishment will be announced publicly. Quote, sorry, I got ahead of myself. Quote, we are now in a situation in Canada under Justin Trudeau where practicing professionals can have their livelihoods and public reputations threatened in a very serious manner for agreeing with the official opposition in criticizing major government figures. He continued, quote, if I comply, the terms of my re-education and my punishment will be announced publicly. Peterson formally indicated his refusal to comply with the college's order shortly after. A three-panel divisional court ruled in favor of the Ontario College of Psychologists superseding Peterson's medical license last August. Suspending Peterson's medical license last August. My apologies. In an ex-post, Peterson warned, quote, If you think you have the right to free speech in Canada... You are delusional. Well, yeah, you you absolutely don't. Canada has hate speech laws and shit, too. I mean, hell. You don't have the right to free speech in Florida. Go ahead. Mock the Jews on social media. See what happens. Look up the bill that uh, good old high heels Rhonda Pump signed in Tel Aviv. Look into that bill. Have fun with it. Anyway, continue on. So we're going to pop over here. Just to read the whole twat. 
so the Ontario Court of uh, Court of Appeal ruled that at CP Ontario can pursue their prosecution. If you think you have the right to free speech Canada, you're delusional. I will make every aspect of this public, and we will see what happens when utter transparency is the rule. Bring it on. In keeping with transparency here is the decision. The courts are captured by the woke ideologues. I knew this already, but did not fully understand the extent. And right here, there's a link there from Elon Musk, into which she responded to Elon Musk. It's worse than you think at Elon Musk. My tweets criticizing the trans insanity. I call them transgressives. Because I'm punny. And just Trudeau are the punitive reason. The judges are progressives appointed by Justin Trudeau. And all professionals in Canada are so terrified of their professional regulatory bodies that they... Terrified of the professional regulatory bodies that they are terrified into silence. And even those who aren't... Who aren't... Intimidated in that manner can't afford the extremely expensive and endless fight. Not good at Elon Musk. Eh, nope. I'm gonna hop back over here. Here. Sorry if I'm a little all over the place. I'm getting back into the swing of things. Just got off a long shift. Got home, took a nap, woke up. I was like, ah, I gotta get to recording. So I'm getting back into the swing of things. A little, a little sloppy on this recording. My apologies. But, yeah, we're getting into the swing of things. I got my monster right here. Quality will go up as time goes on. Ah. Let's go on. Quote, we will see what happens when utter transparency is the rule. He said, bring it on. And that brings us to the end of this episode of Inside Four Walls. But, yeah. Uh, needless to say, we'll be sitting here rooting for Jordan Peterson to come on, on top of this. And he, in all likelihood, he probably won't. Canada is an utterly captured country. There is a good chance that, you know, upcoming election scene, you know. Uh, a lot of people won't subscribe to this. I don't really give a fuck. I do not think Joe Biden got all those votes. I also would be willing to hear arguments that Justin Trudeau didn't get all those votes. Because a lot of people I know from Canada really don't like Justin Trudeau. Like, they really can't fucking stand him. They don't know how the fuck he keeps winning, how, how the fuck he won his elections. So, with that mentality out there, I'm kind of wondering. But that being said, we're going to stay tuned. Look what we did to the truckers, and Canada's going to come up again more. And we get into Sean Strickland. Going forward, especially since we want to talk about Bud Light and shit again. So Canada will be back on the menu later on. So that being said, this has been Inside Four Walls. I'm James Madison, and I will talk to y'all later. Doses. My idea of the patriarchy, which is a, a system of male dominance in society. Yeah, but that's not my sense of the patriarchy. So what's, what's yours? Well, in what sense is our society male-dominated? Uh, the fact that the vast majority of wealth is owned by men, the vast majority of capital and is owned by men. Women do more unpaid very, labor. A very tiny proportion of men and a huge proportion of people who are seriously disaffected are men. Most people in prison are men. Most victims of violent crime are men. Most people who die in wars are men. People who do worse in school are men. It's like, where's the dominance here precisely? What you're doing is you're taking a tiny substrata of hyper-successful men 
and using that to represent the entire structure of, the, of Western society. There's nothing about that that's vaguely appropriate. White male Danny, why don't you tell me about your privileged life? I was raised in, in foster care. Both mm -hmm. of my parents were, were murdered. And then uh, when I was 15, my foster parents, they both OD'd, accused of and convicted of a rape, which I did not commit. I spent 12 years in jail, found out that I have pancreatic cancer, and I have three weeks to live. Oh, and I have COVID. Of course, they let you out of jail because you're white. Two weeks to live. Well, imagine if you were an indigenous person who suffered with arthritis because they were in a disenfranchised POC neighborhood. Well, I'd say you probably only had bloody two days to live, so why don't you check your damn privilege? Bobby, why don't you tell us what real oppression sounds like? Well, I uh, just became CFO of my own company, woman-owned company, of course. Just bought a new Porsche, bought another house in uh, South Beach and uh, another one in Miami. Okay. But uh, I was uh, misgendered at a holiday party. Well, it hurt. Surprised she didn't take her own damn life. 